Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Genesis. Tonight is study number 23 of Genesis chapter 1. We're going to be reading verses 26 through 28. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. I'll stop reading there. Now, in our last study, we were looking at verse 26, the beginning of the verse, where it said, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And we were discussing the triune nature of God. And this verse and these statements within this verse are expressing that God is more than one person. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Us and our are plural pronouns. They're referring to more than one. But we know the Bible insists God is one God. Yet, reveals himself as three distinct persons. And that's just the way it is. That's the way the Bible reveals the being of God. God is beyond us, above us. Uh, We cannot comprehend his person, which is three distinct persons, yet one God. Now, I don't know how to understand that or explain that, there, there is no understanding from our perspective of being a, a limited, finite creature. We are, uh, each of us are, are one person. We're not two or three or more. And yet, some people look to man first and they say, well, you see, I'm one person and everyone else, everybody I know is one person. Therefore, God must be one God. Yes, that's true. But then they make their error by uh, going on to say, and one person, like me. But that's not a proper way of reasoning. We do not first look to the limitations of the creature and then apply the limitations of the creature to the Almighty Creator. For example, what if I look at myself and say, well, now I had a beginning, and I'll have an ending, 
I'm a finite being. And everyone else I know has a beginning and will die one day, um, physically, if the Lord tarries. But, but just the fact that we're all finite creatures with a beginning. I could look to all people and establish that all people have a beginning. And that would be true. And then apply man's limitation as a creature that we each one have a beginning to God. Well, since I have a beginning, since every other human being has had a beginning, God must have a beginning. But you see, we're we're looking at the wrong thing. We do not look at the created finite being that man is and then see our limitations, whether it's the fact that, that we are finite and have a beginning, and and apply those limitations to God. It does not apply to him. He is infinite. He is eternal. He is without beginning. We cannot learn that by looking at each other. It's not possible. We can only learn God's eternal nature as he reveals himself in the Bible. Likewise, we cannot look to ourselves. well, I'm one, you're one, everybody else is one person, therefore God is one. No. We look to the Bible to see how God reveals himself, and God reveals himself Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three persons, but one God. Okay, and, and that's what we accept. The child of God is uh, in submission to the will of God, to what the Bible says. Whatever the Bible says, so be it. That's our position. And, and the Bible's position is the Trinity. The Trinity is a theological word that sums it up very well. Three persons of the Godhead, yet one God. Okay, going back to Genesis 1, verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let us make man in our image. Man is made in the image of the triune God. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Because it's our image. And after our likeness. And and we'll comment on that a little bit later. But first, it, it should be pointed out that the Hebrew word translated as man is the same word as Adam. The Hebrew word for man is spelled identically to the Hebrew word Translate as Adam. Adam means man. And, and so God said, let us make Adam or man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. And then it goes on to speak of the dominion that they are to have. Well, Adam, man, is made in the image of God. And that is very different from any other creature God made. When when God made the sea creatures, the whale, he did not say, let us make the fish of the sea in our image. When God made the cattle 
and the beast of the earth. He did not add, uh, let us make them in our image, but he reserved that statement for the crowning um, creation, which is mankind. Mankind is made in the image of God. Now, the word image is found not really all that often, but one place is Genesis 9, verse 6, where it says, Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed, for in the image of God made he man. And that's actually a very important thing to to keep in mind, that God indicates there's a death penalty for the one that would take someone else's life unjustly, uh, outside of um, war or, or something like that, or a judge sentencing an individual. If someone murders, if they wrongly take another person's life, then their blood is to be shed. And the reason is, for in the image of God made he man. And and so that means this, this is a very horrible thing. It's not like killing a cow or a horse or a dog or a cat or an elephant or, or any other creature. None of the other creatures were made in God's image. Only man. And therefore, there's a special uh, punishment that God prescribes for the individual that would take man's life. Here, Here is a person that kills another man or woman made in the image of God. And that's a terrible thing. That, that's an awful thing. And of course, in our modern world, where murder is rampant, murder is everywhere. We, we have even industries like the abortion industry that, that makes huge profits off of murder. We have hundreds of people uh, in uh, the large cities every year that are murdered. And, and tens of thousands of people in nation after nation after nation are murdered. And, and, it, it's so common, we don't think anything of it, that man murders his fellow man, and yet in every case, in every single case, it is taking the life of a person made in the image and likeness of God, which makes it um, most terrible and an awful crime that is committed against God, that the person like Cain has risen up and killed his brother Abel is not a light thing at all to murder. If we go to Genesis chapter 5, we find the word image is also uh, used in Genesis 5 verse 3. And Adam lived a 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness, and after his image, and called his name Seth. Adam had, of course, Cain and Abel, but but then Cain slew Abel, and Cain uh, was driven out by the Lord. And then 
when he was 130, he had another son named Seth. And, and God says that he begat a son in his own likeness and after his image. We're all familiar, we're, we're all, uh, very much aware of how children are very similar to their parents. You, you, you have, um, a son that comes forth and you can see the resemblance to the father, a physical resemblance. And often, um, there's similarity in, in attitude or, or in mindset, in the way that, uh, they think even, or in the way that they speak. There, there's very often great similarity between the son and his father. There, there's a likeness. And that's because God says, that the son is after the likeness, after the image of the father. Likewise, man, Adam, was made in the image and likeness of God and took on similarities of God. Um, mankind would show forth and give evidence, a resemblance to the image of God. Man would reflect God's person. His being, what God is like in attitude, in, in mind, at first, when man was created good and thought good thoughts, he was thinking after God. And of course, with the fall into sin, then much of that likeness was ruined. It, it was uh, assaulted and man began to develop a likeness after his spiritual father at that point, the devil. He began to be a liar like his father, the devil. But at first he was created good and was very much a reflection of the one whose image he was created in, God himself. Now, when God saves people, as he did all throughout history, in uh, working out his salvation program, he restored the soul. He restored the image uh, in the relationship between the saved person, the, the child of God, the elect, and himself. And that person received the indwelling spirit of God that began to show forth the fruit of the spirit or the fruit of God. And now once again, there was um, similarities that were being demonstrated by the people of God and, and the one whose image they were recreated in, in the image of the Lord Jesus Christ, the image of God himself. Well, uh, you know, it's interesting that, that man was made in God's image just as a son is after the likeness and image of his father. In Luke chapter 3, in Luke chapter 3, we read of the genealogy that relates to the Lord Jesus Christ. In Luke 3, it says in verse 23, And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being as was supposed the son of Joseph which was the son of Heli, which was the son 
of Matha, which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Malchi, which was, which was the son of Jana, which was the son of Joseph. And it continues on and on uh, throughout the rest of the chapter, um, listing descendants, one father to the next father, and and all the way back in time until it says in verse 38 of Luke chapter 3, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. Seth, we know, was made in the image and likeness of his father Adam. Adam was made in the image and likeness of his father God. God is listed as the father, the one who begat in making Adam, in creating him. God acted or performed the role of the father to Adam, to man, to the first man, and and therefore every person, every human being can um, work their lineage going back. You, you know how people uh, like to say, well, we, we all come from Adam, or we all come from Noah. That's true. Every single human being, if we go back far enough, the thousands of years of Earth's history, we're, we're going back into our father's loins and, and he into his father's loins. And then we will find ourselves all in the loins of Adam. And Adam's father was God. And therefore, our father, our father was God. Each one of us are made in the image and likeness of our father, God, who created us, God who made us, after himself, pattern us after his own being. Now, that's an incredible thing to think of, that the great God of all, the eternal deity, the almighty God, this is this infinite, incredible being that has always been and will always be. He possesses all power and might. He knows all things. He's omnipresent. Uh, and, and it, it, he's, he's just glorious in his very being and in, in his existence. Uh, he is the great I am. And he's also a creator, a creator that very likely has been creating from eternity past and has created very likely untold number of creations similar to this one but apart from this creation. This creation is contained in the universe, the the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, and all the creatures are found on the earth, all a part of this creation. We we ought not think it's all that um, uh, tremendous or, or huge, even though from our perspective it, it just goes on endlessly. To us it's enormous, but this is God, and God spoke, and, and and there it was. The heavens and the earth were created, and then he performed the role of creation over the course of six days, 
and on the sixth day his crowning achievement was created, mankind. Adam was formed. Man made in the image and likeness of God, and there is no evidence, no uh, record that, that God has ever created in all of his past creations or in certainly in this creation, any other creature like this creature that he just formed from the dust of the ground and called his name man, Adam, and and made him after himself. That that, that is, um, it, it is something mind-boggling that God would make a creature after himself. Just think of a potter who makes pottery, and he can make very lovely and beautiful pottery, and and he can decorate it wonderfully, and and it's just, um, oh, yes, it, it's very beautiful. It, it, it's wonderful work showing forth the craftsmanship of the potter. Yet, he he just made pottery. Ultimately, they're they're just vessels, and, and it's another thing for the potter to form a vessel uh, that has life, that that has existence, that has a spirit like his own self. For the potter to form a vessel in his own image, and then to breathe the breath of life into it so that the clay begins to walk and talk and show forth attributes and similarities to the potter, to the one that made him. And and this special creation, of course, will have um, the potter's complete attention. The, the potter will be concerned about that vessel more than anything else he's made before because he's never made a creature quite like this, quite so glorious. It, the creature is glorious because it reflects the image of the Creator, the one who made him, of God himself. Remember, God says in the Psalms, Know ye not that you're gods. And he says that because man is made in the image and likeness of God. Therefore man possesses a dignity. He, he possesses an honor. And it, it's a glory. It's a tremendous thing for man to be made in such a high estate, to be made uh, higher than angels. Angels are not made in the image and likeness of God, even though they're intelligent beings. Yet, uh, yet only man, only mankind is made in God's image. And it, it's why God has shown such care for man and such love for man. And and it's why the Lord took upon himself the sins of certain uh, elect men and women and died for them from the foundation of the world to redeem man and and to adopt man into his own family, which 
since man was created in the image and likeness of God, it, it's not uh, so far-fetched to to understand why mankind has been adopted into the family of God and now can call God Father once again. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.